0: Life audio. Yeah, I can just go ahead and say it. Uh, whew, man, I've never shared this publicly with you before. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Questions with Caden. I'm your host, Caden Fabrizio, and stoked you tuned in today for an episode um, that I'm excited about. Really, honestly, it was a really fun conversation. I'm filming this intro after, um, but Chaz and I just talked about really some real uh, vulnerable things, and I'm really believing that in this episode, some of you may find healing, some of you may find encouragement. You'll laugh a lot and really enjoy today's episode. But before we jump in, as always, got a couple announcements for you all. Big shout out to You and Me Studios for letting us film in the podcast today. Um, As always, let me just tell you that the You and Me team, Courtney and her team, they are just the most amazing people ever and have one of the best studios in L.A., um, if you need a place for creative needs, if you need a place to film a podcast, to have a photo shoot, um, film some video content, whatever you need, um, go ahead and go to youandmemedia.co, click the studio button and you can rent the exact space that we are in. Secondly, big shout out to Life Audio. Thanks for all you do. Go ahead and go to lifeaudio.com to check out all of the other podcasts they have. Um, and you'll find a lot of awesome ones just like this one. Um, and then I wanted to let you guys know the merch store is gone. Which means, uh, why would it be gone? Because new stuff is coming your way very soon. So keep an eye out for that. Um, if you're not already, go ahead and go to CadenFabrizio.com and subscribe to the email list, and you will be the first to know when the new stuff drops. Secondly, I want to let you guys know that Yona nights are still going on in Southern California. But things are happening. So go ahead and go to yonanights.com and hit the subscribe button there as well to stay up to date about where Yona is going to be next. What does that mean? I can't tell you, but we're really excited for what God's doing and what's coming here in the future. Uh, but today, let's jump into this conversation. Today, I got one of my good friends, Chaz Smith, coming on the pod. Uh, Chaz is a content creator. He is a uh, writer and producer of the new animated series, What Had Happened Was, which is a biblical animated series um, that is available on YouTube, coming out here pretty soon. You may know Chaz from his Vine days, if you've ever seen the video. It's a Water Malone, inside a Water Malone. Uh, That's him. He's also known for saying the wrong or saying words wrong. Uh, pronouncing them incorrectly. I'm sure you've seen him all over Instagram, TikTok, Vine back in the day and your YouTube channel. But what people don't know about Chaz is that Chaz is also a man after God's heart, loves the Lord, has a lot of wisdom and insight, um, as well as right now is stepping out in faith to build this TV or this uh, limited YouTube series, web series. And um I just believe in what he's doing so much, and I believe in who he is and, and what he is bringing to share with us today. So uh, buckle up, because this conversation jumps in hot, heavy, and right off the rip, we dive into some pretty real stuff. Um, but I'm praying to believe in that today, this podcast is going to release some healing over a lot of listeners today. I uh, love you guys. Enjoy the show.
0: What's up, bro? How are you? I'm cooling, bro. Yeah. As hot as it is, bro. I'm cooling. I'm I mean, yeah. It's it's not it's tame in
1: here. It is tame. It could be cooler. I'm gonna be honest. I think we should tell like let the listeners in on the what's happening in here. So apparently it's
0: 94 degrees outside.
1: Is yeah. In Pasadena, (laughs) which is like, why? That's not supposed to happen.
0: Yeah, we're not in the valley. I don't know why. No, we're not. Oh man.
1: Yeah, close cut on that face because that's how I feel. But apparently, if you like have the AC going crazy, you can hear it. I don't know. Is Courtney told me it's a hey, room tone? It's a room you tone gotta, thing?
0: You got to cut the
1: yeah. The the uh, we're gonna those do low frequencies out. Do all of that. Figure all that out because I ain't trying to sweat sweat. Yeah, you right, know what I'm saying. I'm, I'll be fine. I'm yeah, good. bro. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, how you been? You been good?
0: Man. I have been well, man. What's I'm uh man. What's new in your world? Not much, to be honest with you. Um I've been... Do I want to talk about that? I feel like I've been just going through a lot of healing recently. That's huge. Um, from, like, childhood stuff. Yeah. Some, like, I talked to... I, I had, a, like, an older mentor friend stay with me this weekend. Dude is in his 80s. His name is Omer Young, and he literally lives up to his name. He's you
1: 83. had an 83-year-old dude
0: just come stay with yeah. you? That's crazy. He is the one of the youngest old people I've ever met. <laughs> he last he really does live up to his last name. So, he lives up in the like Midwest somewhere in Michigan, I can't remember. But he drove all the way to North Carolina, then to Texas at 80, 83, then to California and he's been staying here for the past week or two. No way. By himself in like a 20 like an 09 Honda Civic or something. <laughs> hey, those Hondas just, will go, bro. <laughs> yo, and he, he just, he's such a, he's just such a genuine, pure hearted man. He's like super dope. Anyway, he left last night and um, before, no, yesterday morning, before he left, we just spent some time um, to pray. He just like prayed over me and um, some stuff really came up in my heart as he was praying. Not even anything he was talking about. But I was just like, whoa, I need to dig into this. Yeah. Wow. And um, this morning, I uh, like talked through some stuff with my therapist, and then uh, was journaling. But like, I don't even know if I really want to go into details. I feel yeah. like I should. You know what? No, I do want to because okay. it's something that's been Fire. on my heart recently. Yeah, yeah, do it. We're going like we're about to take a deep dive. Let's right go. Now. Hey, let's let's pray. Okay, you want to pray? Let's pray, and then we'll de- we'll deep dive. Let's yeah, do it. I've not talked about this ever.
1: Let's Oh, like publicly well I'm, I'm excited to talk about it all right let's do it this will be powerful yeah. holy spirit we just invite you into this conversation you, i just thank you for chaz god i thank you for his friendship lord i just pray right now that you would speak through chaz through his story through me god and i just pray today would be a conversation full of life lord i just pray that um we'll have good conversation fun conversation healing conversation But at the end of the day, Lord, I just pray that all of our conversation would glorify you today, Lord. I pray listeners listening would be encouraged, would be inspired, and would encounter your love today in a special way, God. I just anoint Chaz right now in the name of Jesus um, to step in and share something fresh today, God. I just pray you would speak through him, um, that you would give him peace, that you would give him courage, Lord. And um, we just praise your name, God. This is all for you. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Oh, man. Let's go. This has been on my heart for the past... Like, I wanted to talk about... I've been wanting to... It crossed my man, mind to share something about this on social media, like, on my profile, like, a couple weeks ago. But I was like, wait, let me sit on it, process it first. Yeah. And then this stuff happened over the past two... Like, today and yesterday. I'm in, mean, like, a... Totally different place now, or at least just more with more clarity. Yeah, you just had time to like process. Yeah, and pray into it, and really like the Lord just showed me some things where I was like, "Yo, I didn't even know that was a connection for real." Yeah, that's crazy. I'm not going to go into too many details. Yeah, yeah, share what you're um, comfortable sharing, man. So, are we? (laughs) I'm trying to think whether it's (laughs) whether it's wiser or smoother or whatever, more beneficial to go in through the low end first, like, you know, like you step down into the yeah, three foot yeah, side yeah, versus yeah. just
1: diving off. Yeah. What are we, we just going to like walk in the yeah, pool. I think
0: we should walk in. You want to walk in? Let's yeah. walk in. Let's but walk in. But
1: here's the thing. Sometimes the pool feels colder when you walk in.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like I don't mind diving right in. I'm trying to think of the <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Yeah. I will start with this. Um, yeah, I can just go ahead and say it. Uh, Whew, man, I've never shared this publicly with you before. So much anticipation and build up. Um yeah, man, so I... d I We'll do we'll do a yeah, we'll start walk here. in. Yeah, we'll walk in, we'll in walk we'll in, walk in. I like the walk in. So um Take us on a something, journey. Something something that's always been on my heart from the time or not always been on my heart, from something that was just on my heart. I've always been sensitive to uh, sensitive to since I was uh like pretty young. I remember being in middle school. Um something i've been sensitive to since around that time like middle school junior high is just the topic of sexual assault yeah um anytime i'd hear a story about that or like see a scene in a movie in a movie or even if it was implied it would always just like really disturb me so like it should but it would like where other people are watching it just be like it's all right really it's just a movie you up. yeah, yeah. But other people would just be like oh it's just a movie that's that was a horrible scene but it's a movie like i would just stuff would stay with me yeah um and that's yeah, that's always just been something that uh has been Im- important to me to like speak up about. And when I was in college I was involved in a couple organizations that were about like anti um like anti sexual assault awareness organizations. Yeah. Um and uh what else and then yeah, just how just learning and educating myself about how much like even like sex trafficking is tied to pornography and, yeah. and all
1: that. Like that movie just came um, out. What was oh, it? The sound, sound of freedom. freedom. I want to see it so bad. I haven't seen it yet. I
0: can't wait to see it. Me too.
1: I don't I'm not even like yeah. a big going
0: to the movies guy. Uh huh. But like I, I want to see that movie. Yeah. It's I've heard nothing but good things yeah, about it. Yeah, me too. Forget the mother, those those headlines. <laughs> Bro, are I mean,
1: for real, we're gonna attack that movie. That's crazy to me. Yeah, I wonder why. Maybe yeah. they I'm not gonna mm. say nothing. We, yeah, that's all you need to do. Um You know what I me, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Hey, I'm just gonna say <laughs> connect the dots. That's how go. I'm gonna say.
0: Tic Tac Toe. Follow the breadcrumbs, baby. Yeah. All right. So, uh, where was I at with this? Uh, so always- so in, in, yeah, yeah. So in, um, just the ways that I've like educated myself in the past. And yeah. Every now and then, currently, um, I've heard different st- statistics, like, uh, you know how w- it's it's said that. About 25% of women throughout their lifetime will experience some form of sexual assault. That's crazy. Like Not harassment, like assault. Like, like an actual assault, yeah. And that's just reported cases. Um, for men, I saw a statistic that was, like I said, it was much lower, like 1 in 30 or something like that. Yeah. My belief is that it's far higher, like shockingly higher than that. Just not talked about. Nobody talks about it. Yeah, and we can get that into. I'm not gonna get into this, but I'm sure people are aware, like just how, uh, just masculinity standards in America cause men to shrink back, not be feel comfortable being vulnerable. Yeah, about different things. Got
1: to act tough. Got to yeah, yeah. Always have the walls up. Right. Yeah.
0: Right. And like so much that goes into that, I'm not even yeah. trying to articulate. What I want to focus on is the amount of times that I've heard my friends, like just guys, confess, like, yeah, when I was younger, this happened, and blah 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 blah. All this stuff has really made me think like, yo, I think this is so much more common than we realize. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't seem like it because nobody talks about it. Because if you do, then that makes you out to be feminine or something like As totally. if it's your fault. Yeah. What yeah. happened. So for me, when I was three years old, um, I was molested by a family member. Oh, bro. And I'm so thankful to say it now. Um, well, I think I'd say it's been this way for a while. I've totally forgiven this person. Wow. Like I'm able to see them in person and it's like, it's fine. I love them genuinely. Well, wow, bro. That's crazy. Um, yeah. That's, and, that's fully Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, cause I remember for a while, um, I kind of just blocked it out. And then I remember one time in high school, I was home and the memory just came back to me and I was like, so like taken aback by it. I didn't know what to do. I didn't tell anybody about it for years. And then, um, like doing some of this work in college, I got to meet some people and finally I was able to confess it to like, essentially a stranger, really. Yeah. It was a woman who I met, uh, cause she had had her own story and I just, it was just coming up in me more and more like I, I need to tell somebody. It's bubbling to the surface. You're like, yeah.
1: I gotta get this out. I had to. Yeah.
0: It's like you know when you shake up a bottle
1: of soda. Yeah, and you're trying to hold soda. it down, but it's just it's going to make the insides explode. Right. Yeah, you
0: have to let you it out, to, or you're yeah. going to exp- it's going to explode in some so way. Crazy. Like you got to just you know what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> like, crack the top. Right. Yeah, yeah. It, you can close it back because the bubbles are still there. but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just open like you got it releases some pressure. If you don't, that's why I really think things like this are why people snap or, or try to cope in other ways that are unhealthy. Wow. Um. And as I have personally. Yeah. So. Um I was it was so difficult sharing with this person that first time, but once I did, I was like, yo, I actually feel so much better. This is crazy. And that was years ago. Yeah. Just yesterday that I come to a point where i where I like realized some more stuff. I was like, Yo, I thought I kind of gotten over this. No, this has actually been affecting me in so many more ways than I realized. Um, for example, and this is still all fresh, so forgive me if I'm not, like, articulating. Yeah, no, really you're doing clearly. great, bro. You're doing um, fantastic. Thank you. Uh, one way that I realized that this had affected me subconsciously is, um, again, I'm trying not to share, share details, but essentially after the incident, I was made to feel like I had done something wrong. Mm, shame. Right. That was the result. That yeah. Like, shame comes after that. But the response, um, after, cause like, um, yeah, an- another family member like came in, saw what was going on. And so the family member who was also like really young, by the way, really young. Um, once I, once the, once the adult came in and handled the situation, the, like my, the, like my other family member was looking at me like they were like crying, but they were looking at me angry. And I was like, yo, what did I do? Yeah. I remember feeling this way as a three year old. Wow. I'm like, yo, well, I, but I, I, I never really processed it. And it, it it's kind of just been with me up until this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I kind of, I'm realizing now, um, and I, I had some awareness of this, but I, I'm realizing now that that moment kind of, Moved me to develop this mindset where when it comes to, um, I'll say, male authority figures in my life or people who I consider just above me yeah. or um, people who I look up to, yeah, I have this, I've had this uh, feeling as though I need to please them and I'm like walking on eggshells and I got to make sure I don't get on their bad side wow. or or even if I sensed, if I think it might, there might not even be anything going on, but if I thought something was wrong, I immediately jumped to considering, like, oh, what did I do wrong? How did mm. I offend them? What's going on? Um, and what do I need to make like right? Forced
1: you into this, like, people-pleasing yes. pattern.
0: Like, just thinking something is my fault. Yeah, when it's not. Right. Yeah. And there, and then um, it's, it was, like, triple-layered, I realized. it was That was, like, the root incident. The mindset that I adopted is that I'm just like constantly doing something wrong. I always need to be checking myself. The response to that is like feeling like I need to people. Oh, no. The, yeah. The the mindset is the uh, feeling like I did something wrong. The feeling is shame. And the response is, is so much. And the response is like to people, please. Yeah. Um, Bro, or cope.
1: Yes. Right. Find something else. Right. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's
0: all so fresh. Um Bro,
1: this is so powerful. Like yeah. you should I think you need to know like these conversations, someone's being healed right
0: oh, now. Oh, I know. I already know. God bless you. Yeah. Bro, sister, whoever you are. Um, bro, because the
1: like the yeah. power and vulnerability is unbelievable. Yeah, because man. somebody literally just needed to hear our little soda can analogy mm-hmm. because then, then, it,
0: then it does make a difference. Don't think that it doesn't. It truly does. The enemy wants you to think like, just keep it inside. Oh, man. Keep it inside. Be lonely.
1: No one wants to hear your problems. You're the only one. Mm-hmm. No one else went through this. It wasn't,
0: that, it wasn't a big deal. We should be over this deal. by now. It happened that many years ago. No. Mm-hmm. It's
1: all those lies and those things are bubbling up. It's causing anxiety. It's causing depression. It's causing identity issues. It's causing people pleasing. It's causing all these things. And then you're trying to fix it. Yes. Very poorly. Very poorly and the just the the ability to see someone like you who is not only someone who carries influence but a man mm-hmm. who's able to open up about something like this yeah. should encourage listeners that no matter who you are, where you are, what part of your life you're in, mm-hmm. there's freedom available to you in the yeah. vulnerability of like opening opening up to people.
0: Yeah. And I'll even say this, man, I'm so glad I could talk about this with a smile. That's not the point, though. But Well, that, I mean, that's just like, what we talked about, right? Like,
1: literally, I didn't even know you were going to talk about this. And yeah. then we were just talking about, um, doesn't matter who we were talking about, but, like, we were like, hey, I hope they're doing well. And I was like, yeah, he seems to be open about it. Mm-hmm. And we were like, yeah, that's how you know there's healing has taken place. Yeah. And that's, like, a testament even to mm-hmm. you. I had no idea you were about to talk about this. But that <laughs> did, did I, bro? <laughs> Look at God. <laughs> It's funny because we had no, yeah. nothing on the docket today yeah. anyway. So yeah. it just shows like healing has taken place mm-hmm. and is even an encouragement to the people listening now that it's like you can get here. Mm-hmm.
0: And it may not mean that you are like 100 yeah. percent, but yeah. like you're in a process. Right. Something that happened earlier today while I was uh, talking to my therapist and that took a while for me to even get to that point. I was like, I, it's not like I didn't, like not, it's not like I was against therapy. I had gone before, but I just never been consistent with it. Mm hmm um for other reasons we're gonna try to stay on top <laughs> yeah. um but I just started uh having like sessions probably three four weeks ago um and it's been so awesome being able to just open up to people who don't know me yeah. but, but but like fully open is. Definitely open up to people who you do know and yeah. are close to you. Like that's necessary. That's what we're called to do totally. in the body of Christ. Yeah. like the people who are closest to you, mm-hmm. not just for anybody, but being able to open up. There's just it's just a different experience being able to open up to. For me, at least, somebody who doesn't know me in that way. Um, I just process things differently, I guess, maybe. But mm-hmm. uh, and also, you're they're trained and licensed to do this. So yeah. You don't have to put your burden on Absolutely. a friend who might just be like. <laughs> Yeah, bro, just uh just like go hoop, you'll be all right. Like, that's, that's not hey, it. Yeah, yeah. That's not hey, it. Go for a run, brother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So take a nap, just rest. <laughs> yeah. In his presence. Like yeah. that's we need to rest in the Lord's presence. Absolutely. But sometimes we need to practically talk stuff. Yeah, out. man, you got to do the work. Yeah. yeah. But, um as I was talking to him earlier today, man, I remember uh as I was sharing, I remember it was like his screen is the main screen on my computer and then I could see myself as like a little thumbnail in the bottom right. Mm-hmm. And I remember as I was sharing cuz I was going into like the explicit details with him, and I remember looking at my face as I was sharing, and I just got like frustrated. I felt that emotion come up, mm. Um and I caught it. I was like, "Where is that coming from? Like, why do I feel that way?" Just asking why we feel a certain way is so that's man that'll open up doors and healing for you just just that alone. Just asking why do I feel this way? Why am I doing this? Yeah, like, and really What's trying the to, get root? to the root. Yeah, yeah, and so. I looked at my face and I felt frustrated and I realized wow a part of me I remember I, I think what I specifically said to him was this happened when I was 3 but my 28 I'm looking at my 28 year old self as if my 28 year old self allowed this to happen like me now like it's still like it's, mm. it's a part of me I still felt like it was my fault or I could have done something differently this I just felt like there was still an effect of shame there or just something. And like this yeah. happened today. I'm still processing all this stuff. But um yeah, healing takes time, it happens in stages, happens in waves. Sometimes the Lord, like Holy Spirit will just bless you with a, a miracle. Your mind is renewed and yeah. transformed in a moment. Yeah. And then there's times when you're free from Egypt and you gotta walk through the desert. There's times where he hands you a seed, not a full grown plant. Right. Yeah. Or or you're just like you're walking with him through the desert and he's right there with you. Yeah. And I believe in Whether those times. Whether you feel
1: like it or not. Absolutely. And I believe in those times it's because he he feels that walking you through that would be more beneficial for you. Bro. Than snap heal. Bro,
0: I I you just reminded me, right after I got off the call with my uh my, my with my therapist, my prayer was, Lord, I don't want this to be a miracle healing. I like mm. walk me through this so I can help other people
1: walk bro, through. Bro, that. that's crazy.
0: Like and it's, and I think that's it's probably easier for me to say at this point because there's something I like kind of processed through in stages since I was like in my mid teens. Yeah, yeah, but it's been st- a journey. Yeah, yeah. But still, it's like I want to. There are people who've been through far worse things that I have, and I want to be able to have compassion yeah. for them and relate to them through this experience. Absolutely. And if it's just like snapped away in a miracle moment, then I won't be able to really sit with people as much. At least I'll still be able to sit with them, but I won't be able to understand their experience as much and be able to help guide them in a specific direction. Cause it's like, if we take a, I don't know, a flight somewhere or if we're just like lifted up and moved to another spot we're there, but we don't know how to get there on our own. And there are a lot of people here who are not going to get that flight who need to know how to walk through. They got
1: to get the path. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude, that's so, that's so powerful. I think like, like a lot of the time, uh, God wants to do a miracle in you before he does one through you Mm -hmm. and you can get those snap miracles. But often the snap miracle just shows you like, Oh, reminds you he's the miracle worker, Mm -hmm. but the process reminds you that he's a relational God. That yeah. actually cares about what you're going through.
0: Hey, Amen.
1: And he cares so much about what you're going through that he wants to be in the healing process. Mm-hmm. Like he wants to be like in the nitty gritty with you yeah. and teach you how to show other people how much he cares. Yeah. And like I loved your like your illustration. Like if you just were ch- got from point A to point B magically and didn't understand the road map, when somebody went to you and said, hey, how do I get to point B? You would go, doesn't it happen magically?
0: Yeah, you just, you just, just worship and you'll get there.
1: Yeah, but God's going yeah, you know, worship, like, be intimate, process, mm-hmm. give to me, learn to go through it. You mm-hmm. know like step by remain step by step, step remain in me. Like yeah. you can't just come and leave. Mm-hmm. You got to remain in me. Yeah. It's it's a powerful revelation yeah. honestly. And and to be in a place where you're willing to be submitted long enough mm-hmm. to allow that process to continue.
0: Yeah. And the coolest thing is like, the Lord knows what we need. Yeah. If Somebody's been praying for a sudden miracle and they're not getting it. Maybe it's because it's more beneficial to just walk through, like you said before. Yeah. yeah. For other people, like I've heard so many stories of people getting saved and just their drug addictions, pornography addictions, their mm-hmm. um, like just talking habits, whatever, they're just gone. Yeah. Like I no longer crave this thing, Jesus, and that shows that there's a testimony in that. Absolutely. But there's also a beautiful testimony, like I came to the Lord. Or I've grown up knowing him. um, I was saved and still struggling with X, Y, and Z. But he showed me who he is through this and that he still loves me through it. Yeah, come on. And there's there's so many different um, testimonies for each person. So if we keep silent, not just about our testimonies, but about the stuff that we're going through in the moment, then there's so many people that I believe won't be able to get the freedom there's so many people i'll say well yeah either never get to that point of freedom or take so much longer to get there
1: absolutely and and often i mean even today we had someone on the podcast who.
0: hi everyone if you've been injured in
1: an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth
0: Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now,
1: 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The episode's going to come out after you, Mm -hmm. so I can't give too much detail, obviously. But she was talking about how one time she was going to go preach at a prison ministry. Mm -hmm. The day before, she ends up spraining her ankle, like super bad. Yeah and um she tells her husband hey i don't think i can go preach that thing and and he goes but what happens if you don't Oof. Whoa. so she went anyway Whoa. fast forward 3 years and she ends up meeting one of the inmates that she met there wow. outside of prison mm-hmm. and saw a transformation in their life hmm. and i think it's that's wow. just te- that's just testament to like you got to share her testimony because mm-hmm. what happens if you don't yeah like our lives are not just about us, and it's easy in Western America to be like, "Yo, dude, my life is just about me, and what I do with my life just affects me, and how it's I'm obedient, my relationship with God. It's my, this is my Jesus. It's my relationship with God, mm. and um, which it
0: is, but yes,
1: but and the that's,
0: obe- the that's not the
1: mindset exactly, and like my obedience only affects me, right? No, no, your obedience affects so many people in your life because God's trying to use you to do things in them. Yeah. And if he's not able to use you, he may never be able to get to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's so important that we are open with this stuff. Yeah. How do you feel like this? I mean, one of these like marking things that happen in your life. Mm-hmm. How do you think that this follows you through your life and kind of puts you on your trajectory? It doesn't follow me enjoying? through my life. Come on, bro.
0: It doesn't. Yeah, that's fire at all. It's the only thing that was still there was my perception of it. Mm, That's crazy.
1: That was it. That is so crazy.
0: And that's where the the mindset thing comes in. Like the whole metaphor of um, Egypt, wilderness, promised land. It's like once once you're set free from Egypt, once you're saved, sin no longer has power over Mm -hmm. you. The things that... um, would torment you they don't have power over Come you they on bro. Don't. there are times where we can give them authority and like territory those are big christian words what i mean by that is when we choose to submit to our feelings and submit to our own desires that are contrary to our the flesh. desires of the spirit yeah our, our flesh like our and our bodies are not bad things. Like, God yeah, yeah, created our absolutely. bodies. We're meant to enjoy food. We're meant to enjoy, like, just things in the right context, right? But when we submit to the desires of our bodies for just out of hedonism and self-seeking reasons, then where was I going with this? We're not bound anymore. Right. Yeah. We're free. Yeah, We're free. So um, that's where the wilderness comes into play. It's like you may think you're still bound because you have the same feelings that you did in Egypt, but there's wow. no, you have a different master now. That's crazy. Right. Um, not a slave master. You have a loving, kind God who yeah. cares about you and is walking with you and wants to partner with you, not just use you, but partner with you. We are co-heirs with Christ. Come on. We're partners in sharing the gospel oh, and being preach. lights in the earth. Come on. Right. So, um, that's what I was saying. Where like the, the, it, does not follow me. It has not followed that me. I've to. thought it did. I've allowed it to because of how I internalized the experience, mm. but it never really had any power over me in the first place. That's so good. Bro. And as I step into and uh, just learn more about who I am in Christ, and just it's really just believing. That's really it. It's that's it. And it's oh, simple, bro. Hebrews three and four talking about the wilderness. They mm-hmm. didn't enter into the promise because of their unbelief. So, yep. um, where that comes into play. Um, here uh in terms of just like faith when we are believing fully who god says he is and who we are that brings so much confidence um like i mentioned i was experiencing all these layers that i was talking about all, like all this shame and the, the, my response to all that it's because there's a bunch of lies that were disrupting mm-hmm. the truth about who God says I am yeah. as his son, yep. loved by him, protected by him, covered by him, cleaned renewed, by him, renewed by him. Viewed as the righteousness of yeah. Christ Jesus. And continually being sanctified him yeah. and who he says about he, who he is. Like he is faithful. He is my protector. Oh, if, if God's so good, if he's so faithful, if he's our protector, then why didn't he stop this or why didn't he intervene or whatever? He, people make decisions on yeah. their own. Like yes. he's not. He, we, he's, we have free will. Yeah, he gives us choices to make. If he, if we had to do what he tells us to do, then there would be no love in that No. At all. We'd be robots. There'd right? be no relationship available. And, and how much more does it glorify him in that case when we do choose to follow him yes, and do bro. what he says? Like how much more beautiful is that? Where it's like, no, I want you. I choose you. Like that's what marriage is, right? Yeah, yeah. Like it's
1: that's what true love is because it can't right. be love if you're not choosing.
0: Right, right, right. right? right? That's what. The true biblical definition of, of marriage is, I'm not married, but I imagine... One day, come on. <laughs> one day, uh, I imagine that, like, you know, uh, and from what I've heard... <laughs> yeah, that, from the experience I've seen. Yes. Um, <laughs> that, you know, if somebody's forced to marry someone or thinks that they have to, I don't think that's really... It's not, it's not free.
1: Or even... It's not, when you get yeah. to the point you have been it's married, selfless. yeah. When you get to the point where you've been married so long and have to continue to purposely choose each other, yeah. I feel like that's when a lot of real love happens. That's so
0: much more beautiful than just being forced to. So, yeah. like I said, I was just like trying to. It's just been a matter of recognizing these lies and knowing what the truth is, and then choosing to believe those things. Yeah, and, and that's letting, where and like allowing the identity that I've already been given. Come on. Um, to just rest on me yeah. and stop not rejecting it and be like, good. no, I'm ashamed. No, I've done something wrong. No, I've done this. I've done that. Like the prodigal son story. Let me just keep going. Hold on. So the prodigal son story is one of the most, it was one of the most transfer. I heard somebody preach on it one time, uh, from Luke 15, this, Jesus was telling this story, um, about this kid. I'm going to try and tell the short version. Basically his father was really rich. Um, he had two sons. The older son was always trying to do the right thing. The younger son was just whatever, doing his own thing. And the younger son asks for his father's will before uh, the father died, which is like slapping somebody in the face, spitting on them, mm-hmm. and like it's just that's so disrespectful. Yeah, like give me my inheritance Basically, like now. I wish you died. Yeah, I yeah. don't care if you were alive or not. Give yeah, me my money now. I just here for the money. And then he dips, bounces, um, goes and blows it on a bunch of things um and just waste it all meanwhile the older son is like stayed home trying to just do everything to please his father do the right thing be obedient and all this stuff the younger son finally realizes like oh man i messed up so bad i therefore i am a bad person and therefore i deserve to be treated badly and so he's like i'm just gonna go back to my dad and tell him this because i have nowhere else to go now I'm 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 just i'm garbage right so he comes home and on the way when he gets to the gate and his father sees him, the father runs to meet him and like hugs him, kisses him, uh, just embraces him. And the son still just in that mindset, like, yo, I'm not just don't even treat me like your son anymore. I don't deserve. I I did horrible things. Therefore, I am horrible. Therefore, I deserve to be treated horribly. I don't even deserve to be your son anymore. I'd be thankful just for you to treat me like one of your servants. Like that was that's what the identity that he was taking on. Meanwhile, his yeah. dad's like he ignores the whole thing. He's like, Nope, you're my son uh you're back and you belong in the family you are you have you are royalty with us and we celebrate you we're going to honor you we love you we're so glad you're here like that's that was the you just read the read the story look for yeah, we'll put you, it the in the description <laughs> right and so um when we take on an identity that aligns with what we do or what's been done to us we're never li- going to be living up to the, the I don't even want to put it, I don't want to phrase it that way. We're not going to be able to walk in our calling. We're not going to be able to walk in our identity. In as, fullness. Yeah, in fullness. Like as, as sons and daughters yeah. of Yahweh, we are not going to be on. able to do that fully. Like we are, but we're not going to be able to live that out. What's a car if you don't turn it on? And we'll actually it. drive it. What's well, a flashlight without batteries? Right. Yeah. No, the batteries are there, but all you gotta do is just flip the switch. <laughs> yeah, oh, like, that's good, bro. There's like it's you know, um,
1: I love that, dude, because yeah. it's so much. I think a, a big portion of what people miss in a relationship with Jesus is uh, like, allowing Him to renew your mind mm-hmm. and how you view yourself. Yeah. And I, I think it's huge. Romans twelve two says, "Be transformed by the renewal, renewal of your mind."
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And be what by the renewal transformed. Yeah. And I think it's crazy because simple renewal Mm -hmm. can transform everything about you Mm -hmm. just by the way that the renewing of the mind allows you to see Mm -hmm. and have perspective on what's going on in your life. And I think a lot of people just need to be encouraged to allow Jesus to do that, like Mm -hmm. submit things to him, be in relationship with him, like learn how to renew your mind Mm -hmm. with the Lord, because that's when the true healing can take place. That's when the transformation takes place. Mm -hmm. Like you said, the funny thing about um, about the prodigal son is that even when he left the house, it, he didn't leave who he was. Mm-hmm. And that was confirmed when he went back to the house with his father. His father goes, oh, no, no, no you're the same. Mm-hmm. The only thing that changed for the prodigal son was the way he viewed himself mm-hmm. and the position he was away from the father. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that changed. But in reality, he still had the same identity. mm mm-hmm. Like I'm sure when people saw him in the streets, they said, "Oh, that's so and so's boy."
0: Mm-hmm. Oh like, no, he's probably he went from Atlanta to Vegas. They <laughs> know him out there.
1: Oh, but if his dad was royalty, they go, "Oh, you got a point." That's so and so's boy.
0: Somebody gonna recognize him. <laughs> that's
1: yeah. Somebody that's so and so's boy. Yeah, same person. You you still have the identity. You just aren't living in it. Yeah. And the renewal of the mind allows you to do that. Yeah. And get to the point where you can look me in the eyes and I go, "Hey, how did that mark you?" And you said it didn't. Mm-hmm. The only thing that ever marked me was the cross. Yeah. Hey! hey. And that's that's crazy, bro. That's huge. I, there's so many people right now are going to be like, oh, my gosh, that's yeah.
0: transformative for me. Mm-hmm. And the other side of it is, I think, I imagine what would have happened. I wonder what would have happened if he had continued the story from there, kept it going. Like, Yeah, what happened to the dude? Right. Like, what What if he tried to start living like the older brother did? Because the, at the end... It says like the older brother gets home from a business trip meeting or something. He's like, "Yo, what's this party that's going on?" It's so One of the servants is like, "Oh, your younger brother came home." He's like, "What? Yeah, You're throwing a party? I've been I've been home working my butt off for three years, doing everything that my that my father like handling all of this business. Not only had uh, did I have to do I like, get a double portion <laughs> of my father's inheritance, but I had to take care of this full stuff that he left behind too. Yeah, yeah." And you're throwing him a party? And so he runs to his dad. He doesn't even go inside. He's so pissed off. Mm -hmm. Dad comes out to get him. And the son just starts going off and probably cussing at him. (laughs) I've been here the whole time. I deserve a party, I've been doing this, (laughs) this, and this. You never even gave me, like, a a small dinner for my friends. (laughs) And the dad's, like, basically, he's like, you never asked. yeah. I've been here the whole time. Yeah, you've been here the whole time, but you've been so focused on the work that you're doing for me that you haven't been like just being with me.
1: Mm. Yeah, you can work for Jesus without Jesus. Yeah, Yeah.
0: he's like your brother. On the other hand, like he he was lost, he was gone, and now he's back. So of course we're gonna celebrate. Yeah, but you've been here the whole time. Everything I have is yours. All you had to do is ask. Mm. You know, so crazy. And so this there's two sides that I've seen in my life where it's like, um or now there's this three, this third that I'm seeing now, the uh, the just being off and doing what I want because I think that's going to fix how I feel. Mm. Or no, let me start with the, the feelings, like just the lack of identity. That's where it starts. The lack of understanding, recognizing you're walking in identity. And then the two responses are to go do what you want um, to try to, make up for the feelings or do everything right to make up for the feelings of inferiority mm-hmm. but doing on both ends is not what is what is going to no. what's going to settle you it's the belief first so good bro and you, the only way you'll really know who you are in Christ is if you sit with him get in the word spend time in prayer worship in communities healthy community it's good um and allow that identity to be poured into you and reinforced into you and And then the hardest part, this is the hardest part. You ready? Yeah, talk to us. Choosing to believe it. Mm. They didn't enter because of unbelief. And that's, that's again, I'm taking that out of context a little bit, but the principle still applies. Without faith, it's impossible to please God.
1: Yep. Yep. I mean, you're saved not by works, but by faith alone. Mm -hmm. And what you said is, I mean, you can work for all of it. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I preached something similar at Yonah on Friday. I preached something very similar. I was like, you can try, you can look like Jesus, you can try to work your way into heaven. I preach out of the story of Mary and Martha when Martha's cooking Jesus dinner and mm-hmm. she's all anxious because she's running around there like a chicken with her head cut off and she gets so like upset, she ends up screaming at Jesus. <laughs> and Jesus is like, What are you you invited me to come here? <laughs> and then just goes, Martha, you've got it all twisted. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't come here for you to work and impress me. I just came here to sit with you at your table Mm -hmm. I just came here to have a relationship with you I just came here so you could know me and I could know you I just came here so that you would believe that I was the Messiah Mm -hmm. that's it and I think there's so much of uh, what happens with us is because of something that happened in our life or potentially religion or something has made us believe we got to work to receive something from Jesus we got to work to get Mm -hmm. we just got to receive Ephesians tells us that Salvation is a free gift. Mm-hmm. We couldn't earn it, and our actions don't prove that we deserve it. However, Jesus believes we do. That's why he died on a cross, to give us salvation, to mm-hmm.
0: give us a relationship with him. He made it possible. He, yeah. He, he just believe it. He worked for it. Yeah.
1: He's the only one who's able to work for it. Come on, dude. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Well, thanks for sharing all that stuff with me, bro, with, mm-hmm. the, with the podcast. Yeah. Powerful. I'm at, for real believing, like, Somebody's getting healed right now. Yeah. And I just want to encourage any of the listeners that are listening, like if you have a, s- a similar story, mm-hmm. anything that's happened in your past, anything you need to open up about, you're struggling with an addiction, like you are, or you're struggling with an insecurity, mm-hmm. or you, something happened in your past. Uh, find some people you can trust that you can begin to crack the top of the soda can and open up, like share. Um, <laughs> yeah, just give it a look. There's freedom in that. And I'm believing that you guys are going to experience that freedom. In that, um, as Chaz has mm-hmm. for real, let's pivot a bit. Yeah, how's that sound? That's cool with me. Yeah, yeah. how's uh, how's everything going with what had happened? Was oh, yeah, if the, uh, if the listeners, Chaz is working on a TV series.
0: YouTube series. YouTube series. Animated, animated web series. Yeah,
1: correct me as I go, as if I'm wrong. I'm gonna do my best. Correct me if I'm All wrong. Right, okay. let's, see,
0: let's see how well I've branded and marketed. Yeah, it's exactly. Probably not, probably not that well, but.
1: no, Honestly, the branding's great. Thank you guys you. are doing a great job. So, Chaz is working on a Bible based YouTube series that's animated, that looks like a lot of your favorite anime series or cartoons, that is based off of stories in the Bible. That's correct. Let's go. Yeah, so it. Chaz has been working on that. It's really awesome. I'm super excited about Thank it. Thank you,
0: man. Um, you guys just recently did like a Kickstarter campaign, yeah. correct? S- successfully funded it two months ago. Unreal. Um, raised 150 k for the first season. Crazy. Be on the Book of Daniel. Let's go. Um, eight Great episodes, work. eight minutes long each. Uh, working with an animation studio from South Africa who's, um, just, they're just really dope. They work with bible project on some stuff too they're working oh, fire. with fire right now um and uh i get to collaborate with friends on it um we released or created a concept episode it was great to um just me not the not the animation studio myself my friend david and three other people really four others one 3d animator and two illustrators and another animator like it was just a, a very a small group of, yeah. of people made this 12 and a half minute concept so episode.
1: That thing that we all saw yeah. was. That was just the first four and a half the minutes. The first four and a half minutes yeah. of what y'all produced on yeah. your own. Yes. The animation wow. studio has
0: not done a thing yet. That's we're crazy. We're just now starting to. By the end of the month, I'll have a, uh, a concept for a teaser video ready or trying wow. to get the story The storyboard will be ready for it. Cool. But um, we're going to uh, create an official teaser with the animation studio starting in august nice um we'll release it later before the web series comes out but uh yeah it's it's gonna be real cool so how much is the animation style gonna change um the animation style will be actually animated right now everything that everybody's (laughs) seen has just been basic for the most part just illustrations oh wow okay and a couple like a couple frames yeah the episodes will be will look more like an anime got it and have more dialogue very cool um whole bunch of voice actors that so people probably familiar with are going to be in it i'm so excited because i've I, seen some of those voice actors yeah, awesome bro yeah, yeah kirby
1: is one of them yeah my that's amazing yeah, bro.
0: bro um is is richard voicing no not richard. no no, no, no uh, rich. but he, not rich. He, <laughs> he he edited the uh teaser for the concept video let's go sick he he's did, a beast he dude. did a great job with that he's man. so good it, dude, dude. Um, i love those guys i love them so much yeah shout out to
1: kelly's yes sir <laughs> um
0: love y'all for real um yeah, some of, and, and a lot of the, most of the voice actors that are in it, just about all of them I've, I know or have met in person. That's awesome. And they, the majority of them are, for some reason I just know a bunch of like music artists. Yeah. Christian music artists. I don't know yeah, not yeah. But, You're just um,
1: big in the C-H-H scene, don't. I don't make... Ma- I'm not
0: a rapper. I don't know why. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> I'm not a rapper. <laughs>
1: I'm not a rapper. <laughs> why
0: fire. Uh, and then, like, other friends who I have met through social media who got their, like, own platforms going yeah. and stuff. Like, it's, it's a really cool crew of people. What do
1: I got to do to be a voice? <laughs> Like can I be like a Burning Bush or like what do next I next season?
0: We're going <laughs> we're probably gonna do some um, auditions this year. I just wanted but to like pick out, yeah. pick out people who I just felt like yo I think they would be great. You got some for good voices weekend. in there though. Yeah dude. yeah man yeah it's gonna be super fun. That's it reminds so me of um there was a series on HBO back in the nineties called Happily Ever After. Okay, um, never saw it. Like stories for uh or everyday stories for children. I Forgot they it was they they uh, animated. Um, a bunch of, like, fables and fairy tales and, oh, cool. and nursery rhymes and stuff, but with, like, a really diverse cast of people. Sick. It was so cool. It was like, um, if I remember, what? Denzel Washington was one of the voice actors in it. What? In one of the episodes. Is that,
1: yet. like, before he, like, popped off? Yeah. Yeah. Then,
0: I think. Like, or, no, not really. Not really. There were a couple there were a couple famous like, heavy hitters back there. He, he was still wasn't, like... Oh, the, you not
1: know, the Denzel he is yeah, now. Yeah, I think
0: this might have been pre... Glory, what was it? Glory, the movie using, um, before he um won an Oscar or got his nomination. Yeah, before he was nominated. But anyway, there were a bunch of uh really cool. Um, I just I just always loved cartoons, man. Yeah, and you're I, a big anime guy, right? I lo- yeah, I really yeah, do. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm I'm a pretty, I'm I'm pretty weebish. Okay, pretty weebish. Okay. I'm not gonna say like I'm
1: the guy. Yeah, I'm, yeah. No.
0: But I, I do, I, I mostly watch the ones that everybody knows about. Okay. Like, like I'm not. You're not super.
1: diving deep in these, like, oh, this one's really from Japan. Yeah, fringe <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: There's a couple of those that I've watched. Like, for the other anime nerds, Samurai Shampoo is one of my favorite animes of all time. You used to say Samurai Shampoo? That's what everybody thinks it is. It's <laughs> actually C-H-A-M-P-L-O-O. It's a word Champloo. that Shampoo. Yes. Got it. It, it's a really weird I, it's a really weird word that nobody uses. That means like a mixture of cultures. Mm. So Samurai Shampoo. It's based in feudal Japan, but it's like told that the style and feel of it is like '90s hip hop. That's kind of sick. It's fire. Yeah, that's kind of sick. And uh, that's the, fire. One of the main characters, Mugen. He's like, he's just so dope. He's invited to the cookout. <laughs> he's invited to the cookout. Mugen is he's that dude. <laughs> fire. Bro. Um.
1: What's he yeah. bringing
0: though? What's he bringing? He don't gotta bring nothing. Maybe. Something. Oh, he's that guy. He don't gotta bring nothing. I mean, like, it's not a potluck. <laughs> okay. just, I mean, it's a cookout. Like getting invited. Just show up. Just, just getting invited means a lot. Yeah. Damn. There's like, anyway. Shout out this dude. Yeah, I've always had a. I've, I've just always really liked cartoons. Got into anime when I was in college, and see it as a. a it's a form of storytelling that can connect with people in a different way. Because there's no yeah. limits to it. You can do yeah. so much more with animation. You can draw whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. than you can with live action. Yeah, for sure. You know, Um you can visualize anything. As long as you can draw it, it can be... Draw it and point. dream it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm really excited for all this. Dude, I'm stoked.
1: I'm stoked to see it. I saw all this stuff has been... Just to see has been sick. Thank you. So, it's all
0: preliminary. We not even we, ha- we haven't even Isn't got that the greatest
1: yet? feeling when people can already catch the vision? And you're like, bro, if you could see what was in here though, <laughs> you wouldn't even be. You your mind would explode. Yeah,
0: we're, we're getting there. We're getting tell
1: there. me, tell me, like, how did uh, how did this vision come to be? Like, how did the Lord mm-hmm. take you on this journey? How'd you get here from the. Vine days. Yeah, so
0: I didn't share any of that stuff yeah. yet. <laughs> I mean, like, who
1: even are you, man? What's up? Oh, so man. So how'd you get here? You go Vine days to, like, yeah. what? I don't even know. Did you go YouTube or did yeah. you go Instagram, content creation, mm-hmm. then, like, kind of a sabbatical? Mm-hmm. Then, like... A couple back, of
0: them joints. Uh, then,
1: yeah, then, like, <laughs> back and forth, and then all of a sudden, like, hey, bro, I got something that's going to bless everybody in the world.
0: You kind of just told it already Yeah, tell me, bro. How, like, what's up? What happened? Yeah, I'll, I'll flesh all that out. Yeah. So. Um, I knew I wanted to go into entertainment when I was really young, like 12 or 13 mm-hmm. um, like acting but, or something like that No I did do acting when I was younger like sc- in school plays and stuff okay. but like, I got pretty i think I'm pretty, I think I'm pretty good at acting I feel like yeah if I was putting a, a drama I could do a pretty decent I job. agree I could also
1: see you killing a comedy
0: i don't know I feel I like, I like more like more realistic
1: type stuff. Yeah, but you're, like, naturally a funny guy. So, Appreciate like, you it. could, like, I could see you kill it. In was the,
0: I don't know. We'll see. Oh, but. you're blushing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, Me, funny? <laughs> Stop. No. Um, so, yeah, I did, like, some acting when I was younger. I was the lead play in seven... I was the lead role... As Macbeth in my seventh it's grade big play. time, it's big like, time. Like um, a predominantly white school, <laughs> was so cool. They got a black Macbeth, yeah, fire, bro. for real. I, 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 I came before Denzel. <laughs> hey, come all right? on, baby. Okay. <laughs> um, so that was there, but I wanted to go into entertainment in the sense of like I've had a desire to have like difficult conversations to top, have conversations about. Topics that people typically sweep under the rug, but mm. in a light-hearted way, yeah, where people can laugh and actually want to talk about them. um And so I was like, hmm, maybe I will would talk show one day. I don't know, but I played basketball all the way through high school. Realized I don't want to play anymore. Going into college, like I'm done. Which for no the more.
1: listeners, this guy is absolutely raw. Like, thank you. I'm, I'm disgustingly filthy.
0: I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good. I call go my own in the pill game. If you drop me on the court <laughs> in Venice. Something like that. I, Invented. Yeah. I mean, you put me in the Drew League. I'm No, 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 I'm not that nice. No, no, bro. I'm not, that nice. I'm my not
1: buddy, that nice. My buddy plays. A, he's a, a pro baller, and he played in the Drew League the other day, so I went to go watch a game. Uh-huh. You could definitely hoop in the Drew League. Stop playing. Bro, there were some dudes out there built like Spice Adams, dude. Like For real? F- yes. Hooping in the Drew League. You could absolutely hoop in the Drew League. Maybe. You uh, might have to.
0: Josh Benson, what do you think? Because we, if, if you watching. Did he hoop? Josh can ball, that's, that's bro. That's a church
1: Chad guy, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I haven't met him yet.
0: Josh is nice. We were playing. In, oh man, that was so much fun. I was in Texas last year. Then I'll get back to our story. Yeah, yeah I need to hear this. I was in Texas last year. Um, linked up with him in Sydney. We gotta have the church was, Chad guys on. Yo, that would be really cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he was in a, uh, in, yeah, like a, a men's league, and he like had me come play with him. <laughs> bro can shoot. He's nice. for really? real. got a strap. Yeah. Dang. When we played, we lost by, like, one point. I was oh. so mad. I played pretty well, but it was a good team. It, it was, And they had big men. We were, like, pretty much all guards. Yeah. Um, it was, like, 72-71 was the final score or something like that. A bunch I, of big man guards, bro? I'm good. Don't put no, me in that game. Yeah. But um, <laughs> anyway, I trust his opinion. Uh, that might not sound right. If you –
1: He's, he's fact,
0: deceivingly nice looking at him. He don't look like she, he hoops. Josh, you can hoop, bro. For real. <laughs> the fact that you don't trust my opinion hurts. You, you, know? you said you don't play. You just said that.
1: Bro, I, I, we've hooped together. We have. I know my role. I'm not going to go be a star hooper. I'm going to set some All screens. Right. I'll pick and pop. I'll
0: hit a yeah, few. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know All what right. to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. saying? Like, I know what to All do. Right. I'm not going to be you. I'm just saying it's like, it's like different hearing it from a hooper versus <laughs> somebody's like, oh, yeah, I just, you know. Fair, I fair, fair. know. fair, Back back, to, the back story.
1: to your story. So
0: I didn't want to play After in college. After you
1: discredit me as a basketball player <laughs> on my own podcast, it's crazy. <laughs> the disrespect is nuts, dude. You oh know, man. Hey, Court, get this guy out of here. <laughs> We're done.
0: <laughs> um. So yeah, I didn't want to play going into college, and I had a bunch of free time on my hands, uh, in my senior year, final semester, like of three, high school, of high school, three Got months. It. Um. And so I was like, I'd been scrolling through Vine a bunch of times. Finally, decided to start making some. Just had a bunch of fun doing it, not thinking anything, not thinking twice about it. Um, Just making content for fun. You weren't trying to go viral. Yeah, I was like, I remember how hyped I was when I got 100 followers. I was like, yo, I just got a, like, I remember where I was and who I was with. That's how excited you were. That's crazy. I was just having fun. Yeah. Like, it was just my family, friends, and whoever else might see your stuff. Well, that
1: was even way before, like, That was before you could revine. Yeah, and that was before you could even make a living off any type of social media. Yeah. Vine revolutionized everything. so it was like, "Oh, we're just having fun on here." Yeah,
0: yeah. It was, it was so much fun, bro. Oh my god. The Vine days still TikTok can't compete. The reason why though is because of how TikTok has built itself out. Yeah, it's Vine, true. Vine, the way it worked is, it set such a high creative, um, limit. It's like with TikTok. I'll explain it this way. Um, let's talk about like the the percentage, like fence hopping, right? Mm-hmm. The amount of people who can jump over a three-foot gate is, like, there's probably a really high amount. But there's, of course, a bunch of people who can't jump over a three-foot gate. So the yeah. people on that side of the gate looking at everybody else on the other side, like, yo, look at all- Wow, they made it over the gate. Yeah. It's a pretty low gate to get over. With Vine, you got six and a half seconds Crazy. to get off a very funny joke that's relatable, spontaneous, mm-hmm. understandable. All these things that will get enough of a reaction from somebody in order for them to tap like and reshare, and comment, and all that stuff. So it was like setting a high bar. It's like yeah. trying to get over a 10-foot gate. It's like, yo, there's much fewer people. Exactly. The reason why TikTok is the three-foot gate is because not only are there st- just time-wise such a greater limit, there's so many more capabilities that you can do. And then the way the algorithm is built, it's to highlight content in mm-hmm. the sense that... um there's just some very specific things they do. Anyway, let me yeah. go past that. No, I like um, that. I
1: actually, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, it's, it's a solid point. It's
0: not organic. Exactly. Vine was 100 yeah, percent organic you had content. Yeah, six seconds. Yeah. yeah, And they didn't have anybody actually on Vine like pushing specific videos. TikTok actually does that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Level, but I know. I I didn't say it. Say hey, after I this didn't podcast, after this podcast,
1: I'm gonna tell you a crazy story. All right. I'll tell it off the podcast though. Okay. Okay. Continue. Um, off the books off oh, uh, the books. So, and if you guys want that story uh, you have to subscribe or whatever and do it later. <laughs> <laughs> hit
0: the Patreon um, yeah, hit the, yeah hit the Patreon <laughs> um, so within a month and a half I had 2,000 followers of being on Vine so, virus, qu- so like, quick yeah and yeah. that was before like you know how you can retweet something yeah. and more people can see it you could not revine anything at that point it's just liking commenting it's like as That's organic it. as it gets yeah so um, right at that month and a half mark I posted this video that ended up going viral where I pronounced watermelon the wrong way <laughs> Dude. I said, <laughs> that video is the most beautiful thing so I've ever seen in my life. It's Walter Malone inside of Walter Malone. You yes. gotta see the video if you don't see it. I
1: still, yeah. every 4th of July, will quote it. That's crazy. I still, dude, the amount of times.
0: It just passed a 10 year anniversary. That's on June 15th.
1: nuts, bro. It's wild. How does it feel to still see something like that? It's weird. I, it, didn't,
0: I was shocked to see, I'm, like, people really still love that video. I was like, yo, what? Yeah. Yeah, so that happened, and I just going that happened going into my freshman year of college. In my freshman year, I knew I wanted to go into film production because I took a video class, and I was like, oh, this is so dope, but I just kept the social media going, mm-hmm. not really thinking much of it. I had created a YouTube channel, made a couple videos, but it was just like, ah, it's really time-consuming. Vines was popping off. It's the comedy stuff. I don't actually want to do this long-term. I really want to be able to connect with people on a deeper level, kind of like similar to stuff like this, yeah. just a different format. I don't know, but I just kept going with it because I'm like, all right, this is fun. It's working. I also really had an attachment to the affirmation I was getting from the likes, comments, views, and all that. That's another story. Yeah. Stuff that I've had to get over. As we can well. hit
1: that later. Oh, we'll have you back and yeah, we'll talk about probably that. Part two, part probably part two. two. Um, probably part
0: two. Yeah. So I uh, started, yeah, just kept making vines, doing um, like cinema studies throughout college. Wanted to go, got into NYU for film production um, for the grad program. Um, got into it internship in LA uh right after I graduated from undergrad in Philly and so I was about to do the two two months in LA and leave because I did not want to move to LA. I had no desire to live there. Um which
1: by the way we're in LA right we're now. In LA right now
0: yes yeah. that's true. That's welcome to LA. Yeah I'll I'll share a brief <laughs> part of that story. Um and then at the end of my two month internship a month before I'm about to start at NYU I'm like yo hold on Lord, you're giving me so much favor in social media. I never even realized it. Like, maybe this is an answer. Like, you just kind of clicked. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I've always wanted to go in to, to do something in entertainment. Like, this is, what if this is the thing that you're leading me to do? So, I decided to not go to NYU and just try to build my YouTube channel from my parents' house right after I graduated. I was 18. And, um, no, I'm tripping. I was 22. Okay. Yeah. Um, what did your parents think about that? They were like, all right, I guess you we have seen like some success with it now. Like Yeah. You had the receipts from Vine at I, that I point. I did have a couple of receipts. Yeah. One of the coolest receipts. Oh, that story's not important. But like my parents just started to recognize, oh, snap, this is actually something that's working. Okay, we'll yeah. try to do it. Um, and so I was home for a good three months before I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to live here. I realized because my my uh my mom lives in a pretty small town in New Jersey, mm-hmm. and I started getting comfortable in a bad way. Like, I'm not growing. Mm. I'm not being stretched and challenged. Scary, I was like, Lord, I, I prayed. I was like, Lord, stretch me, challenge me, grow also, me. Also, scary prayer. <laughs> That's not all I, I said. Stretch me, challenge me, grow me. I want to learn about spiritual warfare is what I said. I did not know what I was oh, asking
1: <laughs> You reckless, bro. I didn't know. It
0: was on my heart. It was genuine. I was like, I genuinely meant that. That only could have been by the Holy Spirit. Because if I knew what I was saying, mm-hmm. I probably would have like... I don't need to learn about that. I <laughs> yeah. But um, I wasn't thinking about moving. I was just like, yo, I, I, need, to, I need to grow. I'm not, mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. is happening anymore. I'm stagnant. It sucks. And so like less than a month later, I get an opportunity, a brand deal thing to go out to L.A. I'm like, yo, dope. Falls through the day before I fly out. So now mm-hmm. I got a week in L.A. with no plans. And I visited a friend there, went to his church on a Friday night. Nobody was in there. Um, it was just me, him, and the person he was staying with at the time. And we just spent time praying, not even together, just on our own. And the Lord spoke so abundantly, clearly to me, told me to move. So I was like, oh, dope. I'm moving to L.A. And it wasn't like I – it was – the thoughts I had before of, like, not wanting to be there, totally gone. Like, yeah, I crazy. was – crazy. It was like, no,
1: this is – One of those moments he speaks, it's so clear. It was – And you're just so confident in it.
0: I've, I don't think I've ever heard him more clearly than that yeah. moment. Like, crazy. it was – It was, like, a very emotional experience, too. It was – it was, I have not, it was a very unique experience.
1: Yeah, if you hear the voice of God, clearly, you're not going, oh, cool. Yeah. You're, like, rocked, bro.
0: Yeah, but, you're I mean, there. there are times where he speaks, and it's just like, ah. Yeah. But this time, this was, like, a very unique, special experience. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so, I'm in, I moved to L.A. shortly after that. Um, I'm not going to go into all the details of everything, but no, I, yeah. he definitely answered the prayer, stretched, challenged, growth, spiritual work, <laughs> um, and, now I'm like, stuff started taking off as soon as I got here. Not because I was collaborating with people, but it was just it was just more favor, honestly. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, started, I was like, oh, that'd be a funny idea. I make it, turn away, come back two or three days later. It's got a million views. I'm like, what is, where did that come from? Yeah, it's crazy. And I was just having fun.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That was it. Um, and so that was back in 2017, going into 20, going into 2018. I moved here December 2017. And uh, over the next several years, things just kept growing more and more. But I kept growing more and more dissatisfied with the content that mm. I was making. Because I, from the time I was 12, 13, I wanted to make more substantial, meaningful stuff. You just, just felt like no purpose in it. Yeah, for yeah. me. There are other people who are called absolutely, to this stuff absolutely. like that. But yeah. for me, I'm like, yo, what you, this is what you put on. This is not what you've really put on my heart. Dude, I want to switch. Like, what is, what is going on? And I was just, you know, going back and forth on it for a while. It was all to, I guess... Bless me with the favorite platform that I have to be able to just start this web series. But two years ago, at the beginning of 2021, I got to the point where I was like, yo, I feel like I stumbled into this. It was never my intention to blow up on social media or anything like that. Um you've I feel like I literally feel like I've just been stumbling ever since I started. Where how am I supposed to be running here? Like I'm kind of frustrated. Like what am yeah. I supposed to do? Help yeah. me out. And I was just praying about that. And then you started showing me and putting it on my heart to do this animated. So just tell stories from scripture. I was I specifically asked, how can I do both the comedy thing and the gospel thing? Like, cause I love teaching mm-hmm. and sharing scripture and helping people's minds be changed and renewed. Like just what I was sharing about at the beginning of this podcast. I love that type of stuff, but yeah. how can I do that in a comedic way? He starts showing me like share stories from scripture. Daniel was the one that came to mind. Like it just kept coming to mind first. And so I started, uh, rewriting the, uh, Doing a retelling of the chapters of Daniel yeah in my own voice. I love it. All keeping the same exact message content and explanation of everything. Yeah, like I'm not changing the story. Nothing. Yeah. Changing not changing the message. Even like go down to like using the blue letter Bible app to look at the original words in Aramaic and Hebrew and see like, oh wait, this is actually a better way to put this. Sick. But in modern English. It's cool. In a way that everybody can understand it. Yeah. And then I can sprinkle some humor in there so right. people relate. And then and adding it. jokes, um adding in more historical and cultural context so and then making a that vision. funny. Right. Yeah. all that stuff yeah. so that's the goal it's very narration heavy this first version but um yeah so i just started writing the scripts and then started like pulling some friends together i'm trying to make i wasn't even going to release the concept video at first but um my manager who's jewish by the way she watched Shout out. she watched like the the really crappy version that we made where that just had like rough sketches yeah uh like weak animations, no character designs. It was three different animators working on it, so it was like three different styles. Yeah. Some blank spaces. My face, face was all throughout a lot of it, and it was just like... It was just... The only thing that was complete somewhat was the audio recording I did, and I even re-recorded that. I'm probably going to release the original, original so version. so people can see it. Right. Yeah, i I'm yeah. probably, um, probably on Patreon or something like that. But,
1: oh, hit the Patreon. Yeah, for real. But,
0: um... If you send me that link, we'll put it in the description. It's, it's not up yet. We're going to make it. But, um, oh, okay, got it. But, yeah, I... Uh, I made that version and showed it to my manager, who's not even a Christian, and she was like, "Yo, this is really good." I'm like, "What? What that's are you fire. talking about?" That's so She's like, fire. "No, this is good, and you need to make a version that's releasable for people to watch." And so then I went back to, and did like a re-recording of my audio, like once or twice, maybe three times. Yeah. Um, got my animator friends to like complete everything, and then added in a summary of chapters one through two because we did it on chapter three. I just wanted to start with the furnace episode and so we added a, that uh, an additional 5 minutes Get to the very up to front. speed right yeah and um so that first 5 minutes that was which was even more narration heavy than the rest is what everybody saw so they don't even they don't even they haven't even seen the like the uh the more anime style version of what it currently is but yeah. it's going to be even more than that it's so fired um Once we actually create it. So I'm
1: like genuinely stoked, bro. Cause I love, like I love stuff like the Bible project. I love stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But even the way I read the Bible, Mm -hmm. I'll be laughing sometimes. Yo, because like, I just, I love comedy, bro. like if I I spend a lot of time watching like comedy specials, like Mm -hmm. I just love comedy in general. I always have. And Mm -hmm. so like, and I think, I, truthfully, I'm one of those guys that goes, I think God has a crazy sense of humor.
0: Oh, br- like, give me, I think, what are some of the funniest moments in Scripture that you've seen that probably just went over people's heads?
1: Okay, the, the funniest one recently is uh, when I, I just preached on Mary and Martha. When Martha screams at Jesus, <laughs> I literally lose my mind.
0: Was she screaming at, wait, was it Mary or Jesus? She screams at Jesus. She goes, Lord, oh yeah, yeah. It's tell like- her to
1: help me. <laughs> and I just, help me. in my mind, I just see Jesus like, whoa, bro, <laughs> you asked me to come here for dinner. Yeah, like. I didn't, what, what do you mean? I, you asked me to come here. I don't know what,
0: you know what I mean? Like just yeah. stuff like that, bro, I just think is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. What's
1: the funniest thing for you?
0: Yo, when he was, when Jesus was talking to the woman at the well, right? So culturally, because he was a, he was a Jew, she was a Samaritan. Um, uh, What is it? Re- and just relationally gender norms, like having a, a man talk to a woman one-on-one. Yeah. And then just the fact that he was a rabbi made it even more sketchy. Yeah, it was a lot of, like it was just a lot of stuff. And, yeah. and, and just Herbie well, and the disciples didn't know that. Anyway, the disciples come back from going into town to grab some food, right? In John 4. And hold on, let me just read it because yeah, it read really it, read cracks it. me up. Yeah, bro. read it.
1: I want to hear it. I want to hear in yeah. the uh
0: what would happen. What had happened was What had
1: happened was voice. Oh my Getting gosh, an exclusive bro. what had happened was <laughs>
0: Alright, so I'm going to try to translate it on the fly. Alright, so it starts from um, from verse 6. So Jesus was chilling at Jacob's well, right? Mm-hmm. He sat down. It's like 12 o'clock, super hot. Super and this hot. woman comes out by herself because she didn't want to go in the morning when it's cooler because all the women always gossip about her. So she just goes by herself, do her own thing. Which is honestly sad. Right? It was sad. Yeah. And so... Um, this woman comes to get water, and he's just looking at her at first, right? She's looking at him. They're not saying anything. <laughs> and she starts drawing water. She's like, yo, let me get something to drink. <laughs> and because his disciples went into town to buy food, he stayed there he by himself. himself. Yeah. Right? And so they have this whole conversation. Y'all know how it goes. And then you scroll down to uh, verse 27, right? And he had just said to her, I'm the Messiah. Right, so she looking at him like this, <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. it's just there, one on one. Yeah, she like probably holding. I don't know. <laughs> was she holding her water? Stunned, and she's just in shock. Like, I can't imagine what her face is like. And it says just then, disciples pull up because they came back from getting food, <laughs> and it says they were amazed that he was talking with a woman. Right, uh-huh. and so they're looking at him like, but then it goes, nobody said anything, <laughs> and so
1: staring. they're just
0: awkwardly staring at this dude. <laughs> Talking to this woman, right? I just see the disciples like, right? They're like, uh, uh what's going on, right? <laughs> Did and we just so, walk in the middle of something? <laughs> and then it says she left and ran into town, leaving her water dry. And everybody's like, what the heck is going on? Right? Meanwhile, the disciples are urging them, telling him, like, yo, Jesus, you got to eat. Like, what's going on, man? And he's like, I got that food you don't know about. They're like, did somebody bring him a sandwich? Like, where did this. It's just, it just seems like it was just such an awkward moment to me. I thought yeah, it was hilarious. Because he's speaking it it. in parables and they're like, wait, what do where, where did he eat something? When did y'all come back while we was chilling? Yeah. Like, I just find that it's so funny, funny.
1: It's funny. Like, they come back and she books. Yeah. And they're like, it's just all. <laughs>
0: it's just just like three things happen back yeah, to back. I think so it's hilarious. Good. See,
1: this is the exact thing I'm talking about. Like the yeah. way your mind works, like mm-hmm. how you can process through like scripture. It's just going to be awesome for people.
0: Also, um, in Matthew seven, right? Yeah, when he's uh, doing the, I think it's, this is still during the Sermon on the Mount, where he he just he's talking about the law. Like you've heard it said, she can't, don't commit adultery. But I'm telling you. If you even think about a woman lustfully in your heart. You've already done it. Yeah. yeah. You've already sinned and you're worthy of death. Cut your hand off. Like that's... <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You said don't get angry at your brother. I'm telling you... I mean, don't murder anyone. If you get angry at a brother... You dirty jail. jail. Yeah. Go jail. to jail. Straight to jail. It's in <laughs> that episode. Right? It's that episode of Parks and Rec. And so, Straight to jail. Right. And so he's <laughs> talking about all this heavy stuff. And then he's and he goes like... Starts talking about judgment. And he's like... um. Don't judge that you, like, don't, like, talk about, be, like, be careful about how you judge. Mm-hmm. Like, and then he brings up this metaphor. And everybody's probably locked in at this point. Like, he's talking about such heavy stuff. By the way, I don't know if this was told all at once in succession. But still, this on its own is hilarious. This, uh, where he's talking about judgment. And he's like, why would you point out the speck in your brother's eye? we got a big old log in your own <laughs> yeah. eye. like that's that was a grotesque image absolutely that was that probably got some laughs that's i can't imagine pockets, people yeah, just yeah. being dry listening to that like hmm yes a giant plank in someone's eye yeah, yeah that's mm. that was supposed i feel it like that was note. supposed to be a joke agreed and he probably delivered it masterfully oh perfectly so
1: yeah no i love it bro i love the way you process i think people are going to love this series it's going to be fun what's um what hey court when you just walked past that how much time did were we at We're talking, talking. Yeah, man. All right, well, let's just. The first, just, like, 10 of that was. We're probably at, like, an hour 15. Yeah. yeah so we're, we're talking, like, talking. we talking, talking. We can. Um, <laughs> what time is it?
0: Hey, it's so you. This is your show. Bro. We
1: could probably just, like, chat for, like, 15 more minutes and call it good. All right. 10, 15 minutes. We'll wrap this thing up. Cool. We'll have to have you back. I think so. I think you got to come back for What's Going On in the World episode. That would be fun. They're fun, dude. Yeah. And I just would love your mind on that episode, bro. It would just be great. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I was going to ask you what, do you, what do you think has been, like, the biggest learning thing that you have, like, been learning from the Lord right now with all the stuff you're doing, stepping out in faith, doing this thing, even the raising of the money? Like, you guys were raising money on, like, a contingency that basically if you didn't get the money, this thing wasn't going to happen.
0: Yeah. We had to raise 150k in 21 days or else we got none of it. Yeah, that's wild. So we could we there was a world where we could have gotten one hundred forty nine thousand dollars and not been able to keep any of it because
1: we didn't get one hundred fifty. That's crazy. So, There's a world you could have gotten one hundred forty nine thousand nine hundred
0: ninety nine. Oh no! At that point, I'd have just put some. Yeah, in, a dollar. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, mom, we need
1: a dollar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. So what? What you been learning, man? What's What's been the craziest thing?
0: Oh, uh, from the work end.
1: Yeah, I'd say all of it, just in this whole process of, like, stepping out, birthing anything. God's given you a vision, birthing anything out of a vision. I'm in the middle of it with Yona right now. Like, I know that there's mm-hmm. so much you learn, and there's so much that God reveals about himself as well as about, like, who you are. So just—I just, I, I just want to kind of want to hear, like, what you think has been the most challenging part? What have you been learning, um, and what excites you mm-hmm. about this whole thing?
0: I'll share, I'll answer that last question first. I'm really excited to just build a company. It's so cool. Yeah. It's it's very fulfilling. It's hard work. Most days I'm like, ah, there's so much to do. Bro, I'm with you. But I love it. Yeah, I know. You're like, ah, there's so much to do. It feels like, it feels manly. (laughs) It's like, yo, this is, we're supposed to be working. Yeah, yeah. I don't really, not to bash anybody, I'm not going to say take this with a grain of salt either because this is actually true. But it's like this whole, you just need to rest. Like there's, there you, are t- yes, we do need to rest. Yeah, but put the work in, bro. But get to work yeah, also. Yeah, absolutely. That's triggering for some people. It is. Because I guess what I've been learning is how to, Um, I hate, this is just another buzzword, but how to just balance time or mm-hmm. energy. Mm-hmm. I'm not very good at taking breaks. Mm-hmm. And I'll burn myself out before the day is over wow. by not just pausing because I feel like I don't have permission to take a break. or Yeah. Like, no, this task isn't done yet. So one thing that's been really helpful is um, one of my really good friends and team members, he's been helping me like just just have a process of figuring out what my priority. Like, I have all these tasks. I know I don't even know all the things I need to do. I'll write down all the things I need to do and then just lose sight of them like floating up in the ether <laughs> yes, somewhere. Yeah. And then he'll be like, all right, bro, what are your priorities? I'm like, okay, this one. This one, Mm -hmm. this one. Okay, what's the most important out of those things? Okay, this one. What's the least important? That one. All right, do this first. How much time is it going to take, by the way? This much time. Okay, you can actually only get these two things done today. Just focus on that. Get to the next thing tomorrow. That's huge. Like, it's just very simple, practical To have somebody that can help
1: you do that is huge.
0: Like, yeah, or just, like, taking that on myself as well, because I don't do that a lot. Mm I am... More on the creative minded end, I like being organized. I think it's really I try to be organized. A lot of it's just lists, but I know that's not helpful. So <laughs> we yeah. might have the same mind in
1: that term. Like I can create dream all day long when it comes to and I like to be organized. Mm-hmm. When it comes down to it, it's, like, not a natural gifting of mine. Exactly.
0: There are people who are so much better.
1: Oh, bro. So my team, I rely so much on my team to, yeah. like, help with the organizational things, with yeah. the, like, execution of things. Like, exactly. Like, Mike Luso? Mm-hmm. That dude, like, I need him to be there to pen things just for me. You know what I mean? Like, it's, Just take notes. Yeah, dude. Like, I got, like, I could throw a million. I could, we could be in a meeting for an hour. I can come out with 50 ideas. Mm-hmm. No idea what, how to do which one first, or what, or even what you said. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> but then someone on my team is like, "Hey, we have this. We have this." So I feel you. Like the creatively, yeah, it's kind of hard to pinpoint the like direction sometimes of execution.
0: It's yeah. It's like the visionary. Then there's the person who draws the blueprint. Yeah, and then there's the person who knows how to get the people together exactly to actually do it. Yeah, and sometimes there's like. Multiple giftings there. Yeah, like, exactly.
1: Like, I'm sure you could create and gather the people. Yeah. I'm the same way. I can create and get the people. And I can cast the
0: vision. Right. But in terms of time. (laughs) Yeah. Scheduling. Yeah. Prioritizing. Yeah. Administration. No. Yeah, same. Wait. So, I guess learning how to work with a team. Yeah. To get a vision done. And just even manage my own time. And allow myself permission to just enjoy and take breaks cuz when i'm not charged up i'm not able to work. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like just constantly having your laptop open and not choosing to close it and plug the charger in for a minute. Mhm. Then come back to it later. Like it'll overheat. Just stop for a second. Yeah. Like if you don't then it's going to be functioning even more slowly. Totally. Than if it would, if you were to just take a break for five, ten minutes. Like yeah, go get a drink of water. For real. Go outside. <laughs> yeah, go outside. So touch some dirt. yep you know, I, had
1: a, I, have a, I had a mentor the other day. We showed up to coffee. Just like, just typical mentor meeting at coffee. Mm-hmm. I sit down. He's like, how you doing, man? I'm like, I'm exhausted. I'm like, I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, but I can't stop because all this stuff has to get done. Yeah. And he's like, well, are you physically tired? I was like, no. I'm like, mentally tired. Yeah. And he was like, okay, let's figure it out. And he did this thing with me where he made me draw a, a watering can, like a flask, like if you're going to drink out of like a watering camping flask thing. Mm-hmm. And he had me divide it into four sections. And he said, we're going to divide this watering can, this fuel can, into four sections, daily, weekly, monthly, and yearly. He's like, and you need to t- put three to four things in each section that refuel you. So, in the section daily, find three to four things that refuel you. Three
0: to four? That's, in my mind, that just sounds like a lot. Yeah, so but I like, need help with this. No,
1: for sure. So, I need I'll help walk with you through. Rest, so, though. like, and he goes, <laughs> I know, I'll get you Corey's phone number. So, like, the, uh, the first thing he tells me is I go to write down time with Jesus, obviously. And he goes, no, 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 no. He's like, that's a given. Like, you should be in the mm. Word and in intimacy with Jesus mm. every single day. If you got to write this down, problem number
0: one.
1: <laughs> I was like, okay, you're right. He's like, get in the, you, you better be in the Word. I'm like, I am, I am. He's like, okay. He's like, I'm talking about these are three things you got to do every single day that don't cost you money. Mm-hmm. He's like, I was like, okay. So I'm like, the gym. He's like, number one. Mm-hmm. Get a workout in. I was like, uh, go, go on a walk. He's like, yeah, go on a walk. I was like, uh. I don't know, man, I really like Celsius. He's like, drink a Celsius. Like, okay, drink a Celsius. And he, he made me go through daily, wow, weekly, man. monthly, and mm. quarterly the things that I need to make sure that I feel rested and I'm rejuvenated. Wow. And since that wow, day, miss. he shifted everything for me. Yeah, I have miss. been, I feel like I can run through a brick wall right now mm-hmm. because the daily things were simple. It was like play with my dog. Mm-hmm. It was like smile. Mm-hmm. It was, it was like, it was go outside and it was work out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Dude, playing with my dog and working out, I just, there it is right there. You know what I mean? There's just like those little things. And then yeah. weekly, it was like get dinner with a friend, mm-hmm. grab coffee with somebody, mm-hmm. um, you know, like uh, go to the beach. And then monthly, it was like one other thing. And then the last thing he was like, now now the yearly thing is like one big thing. The it retreats. might cost you money. <laughs> Shout out Grant. <laughs> then retreats. Yes, I actually sir. put I actually put like um, a big friend trip is yeah. what I put as like the big thing that yearly mm-hmm. I need that just rejuvenates my soul. But uh, do it, bro. Yeah. Do that exercise and for the wow. listeners because it rejuvenated me, man. Because I think we're in very similar seasons in terms of like vision building, trusting God, stepping out in faith, um, building something, mm-hmm. and leading it. Yeah. And teams and people relying on us and having to be a leader and learning at the same time what that looks like and and it, get, it kind of
0: get crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, that that not being able to re- rest also is a reflection of unbelief. Yeah, wow. I mean, like that's literally what the scripture says. Yeah, that's
1: crazy. You know what? I, in when I was in college, maybe this is like one of our I'll last. Say it's thoughts. a result of
0: unbelief, not a reflection of
1: it. sheesh. When I was in college, and maybe this is one of our last thoughts, and we can just kind of wrap this thing up. Mm-hmm. We'll have you back. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, make a promise to the listeners you'll come back. I'll be back. All right, good. We're going to put that, like, and change your voice to, like, the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> so uh we back. in college, I was a business major in college before I went to seminary, and I was in this class where we looked at financials for major businesses. Mm-hmm. And what my professor was showing us is he showed us all of the major businesses, uh, retail businesses. So he showed us Target and he showed us... Target. Uh, Target. And he showed us JCPenney and he showed us Kohl's and... JCPenney. JCPenney. <laughs> I said JCPenney. JCPenney. And then and he showed us how successful they were, open seven days a week. And then he showed us Hobby Lobby. Chick-fil-A. And he didn't show Chick-fil-A, but, he showed, but oh. it's the same thing. He showed us Hobby Lobby.
0: They're closed on Sundays?
1: Closed on Sundays. And the numbers were mind blowing of what Hobby Lobby is doing compared to these businesses open seven days a week, yeah. because they give one day to the Lord out of faith, and they work from rest, not to rest. Right, 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 right. right. And it shifts their everything. And dude, it's yeah. literally like you can look at the numbers; it's like multiples of millions of dollars in more gross revenue a year from taking, for being open a single day, l- less days than all these other yeah. companies.
0: I heard studies done. I guess is the last thing I'll say. I've heard studies done that physically when people try to work past six days or seven days, productivity declines tremendously. Oh, I've seen that. Like too. Those are just not faith-based studies. You just people that decide, like, Hmm, I wonder how many days in a row people can work and remain productive before they start to break down. Oh, wow, it's only about 6. I wonder where that comes from. Well. We'll never know.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I have no idea. Yeah. yeah, dude, that's crazy. It's huge. Rest is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, I think I'm going to close this because I feel like you and me could probably just continue to talk for we the rest to. of the we afternoon. Can. And we've already it's been It's not the afternoon anymore. It's, <laughs> it's It's way past at the noon. <laughs> so, bro, thanks for coming on, for real. Yeah, it's been awesome. Me. Thanks for sharing such amazing things, vulnerable yeah. things. Really believing that this podcast is going to release some healing over some people today. Yeah. And I'm really grateful for you, bro. Grateful Mm -hmm. for your friendship. And I just want to let you know, I believe in what you're doing, man. And I'm here for you. And if you ever need anything, you know where to find me. Yes, sir. Love you, bro. Thanks for coming on. (laughs) Listeners, we'll catch you in the next one. Uh, Chaz promised he's going to be back. So make sure you subscribe, like, share with a friend. If you feel like this encouraged you, Um, post it, tag us, and let us know. Love y'all. Have a good one.
0: You're fearfully and wonderfully made.
1: LifeAudio.com to listen and subscribe.